0: After that School of Rock interlude, yeah, we are heading to the the new segment, and that is a play on a famous British TV show. So we we're keeping it relevant, and it is Wildies. Would I lie to you? So, oh, yeah. without further ado, Joe Wild, take it away. What are we playing?
1: Fantastic. So I have three stories for you guys. Three. St- Three short stories, I promise. Uh, and you have to decide whether they're true or they're lied. You're all going to get one question each per story to ask me to to try and decipher my poker face: is it true or is it false? Now, if it's true, at the end, obviously, I'm going to hold up this Paul Pierce jersey to show <laughs> the truth <laughs> what it is. Now, if it's false. I wanted to get something to do with Anthony Bennett, but I obviously don't have an Anthony Bennett jersey, so I'm just going to put my thumbs down. That is going to be how we're going to determine it, um, and if you guys are ready, I'm going to start you off with my first story.
0: We we also discussed uh, Kwame Brown for for lie as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. that was just another...
1: Anthony Bennett's way worse. Yeah, agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, I'm ready, man.
1: Absolutely. All right, okay. So, story number one on a night out on a Saturday night, uh, I was out going out with a big group of people. Um, I only knew one of them uh, really well, uh, and he was the host. Anyway, I went out. um had a good night. Don't remember all of it, obviously, one of them. And then wake up the next day, and one of the people. In the party, we were all together. We all stayed at the same house. uh Piped up and said that there was a basketball tournament going on, and he asked the host if he wanted to go down. And he said, no, "I'm really like not that up for it, but he would be." So he asked me. I drove down with somebody that I had only met like 12 hours before. Uh, I drove down. We played a three-on-three basketball tournament, uh, and and we won it. And a drive with this, I was one-on-one with this person for uh, an hour and a half drive. I'm going to stick the same order for every single questions, and I'm going to start with, let's go, let's go with six, man, Alex, you start with your first question.
0: Can you tell us the name of the person who introduced, was like the third will in this new person you met? Was there anyone into the? Uh, the
1: third will was I can tell you that the third will was a one Samuel Foley who we will one day have on this podcast for a Grizzlies chat. I'm sure. Okay. Right.
2: Where where was the tournament?
1: A one Brighton Beach.
2: <laughs> on the beach.
1: Yeah, beach course Brighton. It was a basketball tournament. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Man, this, this guy is good.
0: This guy is real good.
3: This guy
0: no, knows
1: what he's talking about. his Yeah, I'll elaborate. So, there was a guy that was trying to shoot a video. Um, I'll be totally honest. Uh, I don't know what his video was about. I've never seen the footage, any of that. But there was a tournament. They had guys wearing GoPros on their chest and stuff to video it all. Um, but, yeah, that was the real purpose for it. Um, but, yeah. Uh,
4: George, you're next.
3: Uh, can you remember the final play of the final game? Game edge and Final play of the final game?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Um, of the three players, although we all held our own, I was probably the worst of the three in terms okay. of performance
3: that okay. day. But you can't remember any, like, highlights of the final game or something?
1: Well, I mean, this was uh a thrown together tournament on Brighton Beach, so, I mean, it's not like, you know, there was, there was no big crescendo, it's just like, uh-huh. every it was a bit of a grind. Like and what?
3: I understand you. <laughs>
0: well, Jordan's good cop. He was bad cop, and then he went back to good cop.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Matt.
0: Do you remember people
4: watching you and if anything happened with you with the crowd? Uh, yeah, so
1: it, Brighton Beach is a really interactive court. Uh, it's really really cool. There's plenty of people there weren't like There were people who were playing because everyone was watching everybody in between games and stuff like that and you know It was like first to 11 uh, and you get the odd like tourists so many people walk along the beach you get all tourists stop and stuff but they mainly stop because it's weird that there's a basketball court on the beach in England uh, as opposed to them being fascinated or impressed by my abilities. Ed, fire.
5: Where was the party that you had the night before?
1: So the house and the host was uh, Shepperton,
2: but we went out in Kingston.
5: Shepperton. So is Shepperton an hour and a half away from Brighton Beach? <laughs>
2: It actually is. I can
5: confirm it. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Cool. Oh, I've had all I week. I've had
1: all week. There's no none of that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was a tournament, a basketball <laughs> tournament.
5: <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I'd win on logistics, but it didn't work. Anyway. No. Nope. <laughs> 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 um, I mentioned I
3: play
1: basketball. <laughs> thumbs up for true. Thumbs down for lie. Can give That's us a
0: counter. counter. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, three, two, one. Oh,
3: it
1: it had to be it had All to be. It's true, baby. It oh had to.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: Great. That's a loss <laughs> who, in the lost column.
3: Who was it? Because <laughs> my, like, oh, my thing
0: Ferguson.
3: Ryan was
2: my like, thing was the guy Ryan, that I met. Why on earth would you go out in Kingston and only know Foley?
1: Because it was the first time I met uh his uni lot and Ryan Ferguson was there. Number story number two. Uh so obviously I play basketball since I obviously I play basketball since I was twelve. Uh my main stint of team I played for was the working Blackhawks. And you'd always have an award ceremony in the year and all the rest of it as you do. And um this was in I was under 16s, okay. And at the end of the award ceremony, you got you've got, well, got under 12s all the way up through to under sixteens, and at the end you have a free throw tournament after all the awards are given out and everything like that. Now, anybody who's ever played with me, you know that you want to send me you want you want me to be a shooter more than driving into the hole. However, I was I, I was I was pretty hot this time uh, on my free throws, and I managed get to the finals the person I was facing in the finals was bear in mind I'm on 16s it was under 12 uh, sorry under 14s girl
5: what's, what's surprising about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> well hey you like to tell that <laughs> all right so yeah same order Alex you go
0: can you replicate a shot?
1: a shot yeah it was kind of uh, no, it, hey, it was good form, man. No, she won. So it was a bit, like, um, <laughs> weird. She kept it. It was, it was real low, and she brought it up. I don't know if you've ever played with Tim Duncan on uh, 2K10, but it was kind of like that. Yeah. So she sort of started with her toes inwards, and as she released, there was, like, a just a tee hop, and it went and shot it up as she as she released it.
3: <laughs> a mean,
1: She's an under-14s girl, so... Even under-14's boys, they've got to, like... They've always had that arm strength to, like, get it all the way every time about a jump, you know? Right.
2: Um, so, I'm assuming as part of this tournament, you had to, like, make X... Like, you basically had to make pretty much all of these in a row. Um, yeah, how, it was, like how many? How many free throws did you make in a row? So it was kind of like
1: it was more like killer so there was a oh, huge, right. huge line but it wasn't like I'm not saying it was live like that it was like, if if you just you missed like- I, yeah so the, the only way to guarantee you're getting on is by making it so the, if I miss and the person behind me makes it I'm out kind of thing but there was oh, no yeah. like rush to it because it would have just been chaos it's like 50 kids um, <laughs> so yeah uh, that's so okay, I took
2: so- not like how many? How many free throws on the day do you think, like ballpark? Jesus,
1: I, yeah, it would have been. I would have made about twenty-five. Not in a row, but just yeah. like I would have had twenty-five <laughs> by the time the final game. Uh, John.
3: No questions. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. I'm trying to oh, suck out. Wow. <laughs> oh. Feeling confident, boys. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll come with mine then, <laughs> since I'm next. Yeah, go on. So so you say you you were a runner up to this under fourteen girl, yeah? Yeah. What was the um prize for finishing in second place? No prize for
1: finishing in second place, unfortunately. However, the prize for winning in first place was a box of Krispy Kreme original glazed donuts.
0: Oh no. Oh, that's really annoying.
1: Yeah, they're... I was angry,
4: bro. And I can polish those. Off. It's that's that's helped that's helped my decision. Thank you. Okay.
5: My question: This seems very boring. No one's gonna be sitting around watching fifty people take free throws. How long did it last? And like, when did people start leaving? Because I just imagine our forum: like, do we really have to do this? Like, I don't imagine it lasting that long, and people wanted to continue.
1: Didn't last that long. It was about half an hour. When you have that many kids and they have to hit free throws um, and it's the weekend and they just kind of want to get home, they're not that invested. So a lot of kids missed quite early on. As I said, I'm not that great of a shooter, so it's not super impressive that I made the finals. It's just a funny story that I got beat by, by an underpolled team. Go. I've, I've got my answer. Yeah. Oh,
2: thank, thank you. you. Yeah. All right.
1: Okay.
0: Three, two, one, to lie. Oh, wait, wait, lie, yeah, who, who, so I I, I, I,
1: won the tournament. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. I'm only joking. I didn't win
4: it. <laughs>
0: I was, I was out first. So who guessed, who guessed true? I was wrong. Who else? Oh, me and me, me, me and I, Me and me
3: and Me and me and Oh, like, man. I had confidence as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were, sh-
4: no questions. No yeah, questions. <laughs> I was sure it was. What gave it away for me was when you said there was no prize for second place in a tournament for kids. You're telling me a kid who finished second <laughs> place, they're not getting
3: any prize whatsoever. <laughs> you, you were that kid who was always, always upset was, when they <laughs> lost, weren't you, Matt? You were like, no <laughs> prize. Please, Have I'm like,
1: <laughs> don't let the secret out. I'm like under six. I'm like under sixteens. I guess there were loads of other little kids, sort of thing. But it's like, you know. This, this tournament is an actual thing like I didn't make up the whole scenario but like the fact that I know um yeah but you're right there probably was a thing second place, but I wouldn't know I didn't get that um, <laughs> <laughs> so story number three uh, a lot less elaborate um but basically so When I first became a basketball fan uh, and I started properly following the Hawks, we had Joe Johnson, we had Josh Smith, you know, that, Jamal Crawford. We had a really like built team, even though we only got the eight seed somehow. Um, But point being, Josh Smith was my guy. You know, he was a lefty like me. Um, He could dunk without palming the ball. I also can't palm the ball. So it uh, gave me some hope to be able to dunk it one day. Hasn't happened yet. I basically loved Josh Smith at the time. Uh, obviously, we all we, uh, for people who don't know, that ended a bit sour. He started just trying to become a three-point shooter, and it just didn't work. And he wasn't even taking good shots within the flow of the offense. It was really bad. And it got to the point where you're watching Atlanta game and he would be, like, booed off the court. It was pretty rough. Um, it really pissed me off because he was my favorite player, but then it just ended terribly. Um and during the stint of that, I got a Josh Smith jersey. My dad bought me one. It was awesome. I loved it. Anyway, I put it away after I fell out with him. <laughs> and um, years passed. And then we have a man named Damari Carroll who shows up for us. A junkyard dog who ends up having an amazing uh, postseason. Uh, with us, um, and takes an Indiana team, which eventually goes to the conference finals, ends up actually, uh, well, we, we, we basically, we give them a run for their money in a really good series. That's also the team that Per Antic was on, for those that don't know. Per Antic Express uh, coming in there. Uh, anyway, Junkyard Dog, Damari Carroll, wore number five, the same number as Josh Schmidt. I then proceeded to get that piece of, that piece of cloth, like printed with Damari Cowell's name. And then I sewed it onto this Josh Smith jersey, but it was terrible because the jersey wasn't like full quality anyway. And my sewing skills sucked and the whole name and all the rest of it was wonky, and just terrible. So I am now the owner of this, once Josh Smith now, Tamari Carroll <laughs> you know, that, that, yeah, that yeah I I don't wear it <laughs> <laughs> and I was a lot of effort, I was a kid that didn't drive and I had to go to a fabric shop, I had to go to the printing shop I, I was, <laughs> it was the only, only one thing I've ever sewn mm. <laughs> alright, Alex you're first
0: was Any other player in contention for the changing of the jersey?
1: No, because I was high up off of Damari Carroll and (laughs) he was because he kind of played like he kind of played like me.
2: So you were really lucky because Damari Carroll's name is longer than Josh Smith's, so it's like it's actually overlapped here. Um, Exactly, yeah. I had a lot lot of thought went into it, trust me. how how much was the fabric like i know fabric sometimes aren't that cheap
1: yeah it was but bear in mind it only kind of had to be like mm, that big yeah that like well for as long as you could see that um <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that uh yeah, yeah it only had to be so big so the fabric you're right fabric is not usually very cheap but they were actually really nice to me. Like, they didn't... Usually they tried to sell it in larger batches, but because I was just some killing his bike with a really weird request, they just sold me, like, a patch, basically, and it, it cost me, like, 12 quid. 12
2: quid? Oh, Jesus, that's still... That's well, still
1: I mean, cheap. yeah, that's still bad, but it was, like, thick material. It had to be, like, on a jersey. It had to be... Real, if it was going to survive my sewing, it had to be rolled.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, John? So when you went into this shop you knew the fabric you were looking for, right? I just knew the colour. Or were you just kind of lost in the fabric? I just,
1: I just knew the colour because, obviously, <laughs> I knew what the colour of the jersey was. Uh, but I didn't know for sure what I was going to be buying. I didn't go up and say, I need this type. I, you know, there was a lot of yeah. this.
3: And, and they showed you round and did the whole testing thing. And said. <laughs> and, then well, they, and then they were gone.
4: And then they vanished. Just <laughs>
3: yeah. like, oh, this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they locked the store, aren't yeah.
3: they? Yeah. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> Se- secret secret hatch with all the fabrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah a sure.
3: kingsman.
1: <laughs> I can uh yeah <laughs> Go on that wash what are you thinking? Oh I've
4: got a few questions what I want to ask I'm limited to one. Um with when you um, obviously stitched the fabric on yeah. and they printed it, the new name. So
1: I, got, I printed it separately. So I got the, the fabric, told them to print the name on, and then I had a piece of cloth with the name on and then stitched it on.
4: What was the name of the fabric cloth shop?
1: I cannot remember because it's closed down. It doesn't down now. exist. Because yeah. <laughs> it was, because it was, it was in Staines, and it closed down because a, cl- a fabric shop in Staines. Because no one
3: goes to a fabric shop. <laughs> because,
0: because everybody Why was they were rushing. they Nice
1: to me about how much they sold
0: me. <laughs> the reason it closed down is because every it got wise to this whole Damari Carroll. A lot of kids are <laughs> <be> doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: they found out that Mario Cowell got a massive contract in Toronto and didn't live up to it.
5: So, I'm not sure if there's the elephant room. The, the one thing I just don't understand. So you went through all this effort. Why didn't you get someone to stitch it for you? Why did you stitch it yourself?
1: It's a good question. Um, but because... I didn't really know anybody that could stitch it for me. Like, but I you must
5: find a fabric shop. Surely you should, you should be able to find someone that you could have asked around. Like It sounds like you didn't try at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think I did. I don't think you're right. I didn't try. I didn't really try. I could so you... have gotten to stitch it as well. But when I found out that it was 12 quid for a little patch, I was like, I can't really spend more money on this.
5: See, here's my All issue, because right. I'm obviously gonna say it's false, but then you're gonna whack out the jersey and we'll be like oh, fucking idiot. But um yeah.
1: Who knows, man? Voting to So y'all ready? about yeah,
3: the brake right glider. Two one. Show. Oh, 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 no, bring out the jersey. Yeah we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah we do. <laughs> there it is.
1: Oh my god. It's the worst thing ever. It's <laughs> by far the worst thing in my wardrobe. And it's, that's saying something. I thought
2: <laughs> even, you ruined the Josh Smith like that. Perfect, oh my
3: man. god. It's turn, around, turn around. It's
2: beautiful. I love it. Uh... <laughs> it
3: could
0: it could have been worse. You could have spelt the name wrong. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> <laughs> <corals>. Who's Coral. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: oh god damn it so yeah i'm afraid i am the owner of this terrible jersey be be good. Be good.
5: no because me and matt got it right last time but we got it wrong this time so like we flipped the second and third round
1: fair, hmm. fair play. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Well, yeah, that wraps up uh, Wildies for Night Lighties. Uh, very good game. I like the questions. Uh, hopefully that you like you the stories. Because, um, yeah, yeah, it's just a bit wacky and a bit weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, until next time.
5: So today we've got a random NBA take, and it's going to come from me this week. And there's something I want to address. I don't really understand the point of all stars in the middle of the season. And here's what I mean by this. In what other sport would you have this award ceremony before the halfway point of the season? By the time we get to the All-Star break, only 30 to 40% of 40 of the games will be played. And by then, we would have this accolade for about 30 odd players. Imagine in the Premier League, after the 15th game, they're like, okay, cool, we're gonna have a two week break. And in that two week break, we're gonna reward 20 players for being the best in the league what that wouldn't make sense you'd be like it's just so early that it doesn't mean anything um i understand obviously the point of having an all-star break if you've got the events maybe actually you should just do it from last year's all nba or something like that but i don't see the point in rewarding someone once you get a third of the way into the season it doesn't make sense because a lot of players contracts are based on all-stars if you reach a certain incentives you become an all-star and you'll get more um more earnings and also just the voting I understand obviously you want to get the fans involved but if if it is related to your paycheck obviously you want the best players to be there not because you you play for a big market team who's now just having an okay season and you've got the whole fan base voting for you so my take is that i don't really see the point in announcing these all-stars and how they're related to player contracts i feel that it could be better used maybe if it was just a break or if you're just to have the all-star events it's just my thoughts. I know there's a couple of flaws in it, but I want to hear what you guys think.
2: I, I agree. I think tying the players' contracts to All-Stars, which is basically a popularity contest, is not good. I think that they messed that up in the latest agreement they had. Um, however, I disagree that it's useless to have, to have it because it creates conversation like all-star snubs, who should have made it, who shouldn't have made it, who are you picking, who would your friends pick, who would, you know, and then they do the whole thing now where they have the two captains pick their teams, which is even even better. Like the the whole, the build-up to, to who's going to be an all-star is better than the actual game. Like that in itself makes it worth it for me.
5: That's a very good point, actually. I am looking forward to when the players do draft. But it does bring up a bigger point in terms of just the regular season. You just try to make the regular season a bit more spicy. You try to add a bit bit of rosemary, a bit of chilli flakes, a bit of pepper into the regular season, which can sometimes be very bland. Um, yeah. Ed,
0: I disagree with your point. I think what you, what you said is like legit and would make sense. But also another point apparently the all-star format is actually moving back to east versus west and i hope that's just for this year because the new format is way better um with the whole premier league and saying that you would take two weeks off international breaks happen all the time and they're boring as. with at least with the all-star game like said, you've got more conversations and we have had so much good stuff that's happened not uh, not just on the All-Star game, but outside of that, like with the dunk contest, like if the All-Star game, uh, weekend wasn't a thing, Vince Carter wouldn't be as popular as he is. We wouldn't have seen Aaron Gordon v. Levine. I just think that weekend really sets aside why I think that the NBA is the best league in the world because it's able to showcase its best talent and have a matchup where the best players get pitted against each other, which is something that you wouldn't be able to see
4: i was just going to say do you think it's been touted before about having like maybe some sort of other tournament or something aside from obviously the standard like um nba like season and postseason do you think instead of say like the all-star game they could have say like a mini tournament where they draft i don't know like eight or super teams or whatever and then they just play one game knockout until the final or something Uh, just because with the limited numbers of the amount of all-stars that you have,
1: you almost do like a big three uh, tournament. So taking Matt's idea, you have a three-on-three tournament, uh, Much time I want to um, And you go <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you, yeah, you just have three rounds and then a final, that would be cool.
5: Yep, maybe. All,
2: you're all talking on a point here that I think the NBA is coming to realize and um, we might see some changes relatively soon in that the regular season is too long 82 games is a lot of games and the reason we do the whole all-star thing and the reason that we're coming up with suggestions for these little tournaments is because it gets it. pair it to the nfl like every single one of those games means so much the hype is there for it so the nba is looking for other ways to create that kind of hype and All-Star Weekend does encapsulate that perfectly. I agree. I think there should be, like, like the playing tournament encapsulates that as well. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see um, kind of 72 games uh, going forward beyond the season. My
3: point of view, like, uh, I disagree with it because that All-Star game, like Alex said, it has so much hype about it, and there's been so many good things coming out of it. In terms of the incentivized part, I think you can see a mixed bag with that because, you know, I feel not all the players now, as we've gone on, are thinking about, um, you know, always competing and stuff. They're thinking about more of the resting aspect and um, changing it up a bit. So I think that incentive um, helps push them a little bit to, like, push a little bit more and. Uh, play a little bit harder as to in comparison to if that incentive wasn't there. Uh, if you look at Team USA, as I'm aware, there isn't that incentive there or as big as incentive there uh, with the All-Star game. And now players are just like, um, a lot of them are like, you know what, it doesn't matter if I'm not on Team USA. Like, I'm fine with it. I can, I can chill. So I think if that incentive was removed then there's um less of that chance of players playing that hard but yeah again there I'm not saying that it's perfect where it is I I do agree that there may be changes need to be made in that aspect but yeah I, I couldn't imagine like it without that all-star weekend altogether uh never mind the all-star game in itself
1: yeah I think um uh... Yeah, George, you actually made the point that, that oh, I was thinking of words right out of my mouth. Also, the other thing that the um, All-Star um, Week and Weekend allows us to do, uh, and one thing the NBA does better than any other um, major sport um, organisation, uh, is that they celebrate the history and the past All-Stars, which, you know, no matter... If you're an older fan, it allows you to sort of reconnect with that and remind you of where your passion first started from and your love Mm -hmm. for the game. They're really good at celebrating uh, past stars. And, yeah, they always do that in the finals. But the All-Star Week is just that time for to to look at the guys Mm -hmm. that didn't make finals but were really special to watch and are responsible for the fandom of millions
5: of people last last point i'll oh, make oh. and as you link to to bray's point in terms of the nfl is still king in america and it will be king when you see some of the viewership numbers and some of the revenue numbers you completely say oh shit like definitely nfl of nba i think the nba could do better tapping into the international aspects and maybe an alternative for the all-star game could be the rest of the world versus us straight up i think that could be oh, really man. fun moving God, forward especially especially with the international talent. My only thing is then it does undermine where you go to international tournaments. I mean, in the NBA, you've got NBA versus everyone else, but then in the international tournaments, it's going to be, so I mean, US versus everyone else. When you go to international tournaments, it's going to be US and all the other countries. That's just a random last one I'll leave out there. So that is just my random wild NBA take. I'm not biggest fan of All-Stars and especially rewarding people for only a third of the season. But I hear the points in terms of it does make it more exciting. It's something to look forward to in the regular season.
0: So, yeah. So, that wraps up the sixth man for this week. We have gone through both divisions, Atlantic and Pacific. We've also had Wildy tell us truths and alas. And we've also had a random NBA take. Do all-stars actually mean anything? Anyway, we'll be back next week with a lot more to digest as I'm sure there'll be plenty more Dame times and buzzer beaters to go around. So, we will catch you all next week. See you all later. Peace. Hey. Yeah. Ciao.